All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 8th of August. First up, the Rajya Sabha has passed the Government of National Capital Territory of Delhi Amendment Bill of 2023, referred to as the Delhi Services Bill. The contentious bill passed by the Lok Sabha last week received 131 votes in favour and 102 votes against. The government and the opposition parties continue to remain at loggerheads about the bill, with some opposition leaders claiming it is unconstitutional. Home Minister Amit Shah has, however, said that the bill has been brought not to usurp the powers of the Delhi government, but to stop encroachment on the centre's power. A large transaction took place in Adani Green Energy yesterday. It turns out that Qatar's sovereign wealth fund's arm, INQ Holding LLC, bought a 2.7% stake in the company for 3,920 crore rupees. That was a bulk deal for 4.26 crore shares at a price of 920 rupees per share. Meanwhile, Infinite Trade and Investment, a promoter entity in Adani Green Energy, sold 4.48 crore shares or 2.8% stake at 920.43 rupees per share. In corporate earnings, another Nifty 50 company posted results yesterday, Godrej Consumer Products. Its first quarter Profit missed analyst estimates even as the revenue grew, led by steady demand for its home care and personal care products. The company's consolidated net profit fell 7.6% over the same period a year ago to just over 318.8 crore rupees as costs weighed. That was significantly below consensus estimates of 460.8 crore rupees of analysts tracked by Bloomberg. In international news, China is experiencing a rare period of falling prices in clear contrast to places like the US and other major economies which have been hit with soaring inflation. Unlike the temporary decline in late 2020 and early 2021, the drop in consumer prices this time around is more cause for concern. People not spending could force businesses to cut prices, eating into revenues and profits and also prompting them to curb investments and jobs. That's a Bloomberg report. Meanwhile, direct investment liabilities, which is a gauge of foreign direct investment in China, has slumped to just $4.9 billion in the April to June period, according to figures released by the State Administration of Foreign Exchange on Friday. That was down 87% from the same period a year ago and was the smallest amount in any quarter from back in 1998. In other news, Tesla has appointed India origin Vaibhav Taneja as its new chief financial officer with immediate effect. Taneja, who is currently the electric car maker's chief accounts officer, will take on the additional responsibility of CFO from Zachary Kirkhorn. The current CFO stepped down on the 4th of August after a 13-year tenure at the company. In international markets, U.S. stocks gained overnight with the Dow ending higher by over 1% and the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbing 0.9 and 0.6% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early rises have started positive. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. 
Good morning, Neeraj. We've continued to see selling by foreign institutions. Will that prove to be a bit of a dampener despite the positive global cues? Good morning, Alex. Um, well, difficult to say really uh, whether the flows will keep on being the hurdle or will the global markets uh, pull back, if you will, help us. Uh, in fact, we've done well for the last two days, right? So no complaints per se. In fact, uh, if you look at uh, the quant indicators, the risk reward ratios are actually skewed in favor of the upsides, if you will. So I'm actually not mm, all that negative on what the from from what the screen is saying. But let's see. You know, we spoke about pharma stocks holding out well with the risk reward being in favor. And yesterday too, the pharma index was the best performing index, uh, 1.56%. Top gainer followed by Nifty IT tells you a story or two. Yes, uh, you can clearly see that banks are lower. And yesterday, the PSU banks dragged the bank Nifty lower. But difficult to say if that will last. Uh, some of the banks are available at really good valuations. And there are some technical factors for these banks to do what they're doing currently. Uh, just before we get to specific stock, keep in mind, the specialized food stocks are dishing out some very strong quarterly performances with decent commentary, and therefore that's to be watched out for. Results today, uh, interesting set of companies, Adani Ports, uh, there is Pillar uh, Corporation on the cement side, Brigade, as uh, well as Prestige Estates on the real estate side, and there is Midhani amongst others. So a ton of companies to watch out for. Uh, what would we uh, keep an eye out for? Well, HDFC Bank would be in focus uh, because uh, apparently media reports have it that the FTSC rebalancing would help the stock. So that's to be keenly watched out for. We'll watch out for FMCG stocks because the commentary around rural growth has been fairly constructive from both uh, Godrej consumer products. Uh, and remember, I spoke about this from Tata consumer products as well, that the commentary was rather constructive. So that's to be watched out for. Uh, Adani Green Energy, when it's official now that the Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund uh, has bought about 2.7% stake in a bulk deal. BEML has gotten a 3,000 crore order for supplying of a rolling stock to Bangalore Metro. So that could be in focus. There is uh, uh, MMTC when SEBI has cancelled the registration of the company as a stockbroker for an involvement uh, in NSCL case. So that's to be watched out for. And then results. So, um, well, Godrej Consumer, I thought the numbers were well and truly below estimates on all counts. But I must say that brokerages have sounded rather constructive. Both Nomura and Jefferies have praised the company's performance. So let's wait and watch if the stock does well. But relative to Bloomberg estimates, the numbers were really amiss with margins at 18.6 versus 19.7% estimated and net profit down 8% at 318 crores versus Bloomberg estimated of 460 crores. So... Let's see if the stock reacts negatively or do brokerages have their way. PB Fintech narrowed the losses and the revenues were up 32%. Maybe that's a positive. Torrent Pharma had a decent outing, you have to say. Margins at 30% versus estimates of 30.1%. Revenues at 2591 versus 2648, but the net profit performance was better than estimated. Gland Pharma, again, net profit number and the, the performance broadly was better than estimated. Revenues are up 41%. EBITDA up 9% at 294 crores was an estimate of 254 and a net profit down 15% at 194 versus estimated 170 crores. Uh, what did well were the food companies, foods and ins, revenues up 31%, net profit up 104%, 
ADF Foods revenues up 15%, net profit up 92%. Then Jupiter Wagons came out with the blockbuster number, revenues up 155%, net profit up 390%. Even Sadhana Introchem and Rainbow Children Medicare had decent performances, as did MedPlus and as did Mangalore Chemicals. Uh, what didn't do well uh, in mixed quarter was Soba and Tata Chemicals and Gokaldas Exports. So we'll watch out for some of these as well. But it's the day penultimate day to the monetary policy and some eyes out will be for some of the rate sensitives. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.